Hey, it's Tony Bruski from Real Ghost Stories Online. We're at it again, giving away another $500 Amazon gift card. If you want in on this round, all you got to do, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, then shoot me a screenshot of it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Very simple. Leave the review, Apple Podcasts, screenshot, send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's it. You're entered. Very soon, another person is going to win a $500 Amazon gift card as a thank you for that review. Go ahead. Leave it now. Takes like four seconds. We greatly appreciate it. And good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. My name is Gabrielle, and I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. Um, I guess I'm going to try, like most people, to shorten this down uh, as, as, as best as I can. Um, let me first start off by saying I feel personally like I've always been sensitive to paranormal things. Um, I think that I tried to deny it for a long time and, and chalk it up to other things and make other excuses. But the older I get, the more I find it hard to deny. Uh, this show has really helped me realize a lot, and I appreciate that. <clears throat> I have a ton of experiences, but there's one in particular that I would like to speak about, and uh, hopefully, in the end, I'm looking to receive some guidance. April of this year, my younger brother, who was 18, uh, committed suicide. Um, He had had a long, difficult life of battling with depression. I don't personally suffer from it, so it's hard for me to understand on certain levels, but he has mostly, was mostly that way his whole life. So he didn't leave a letter. We didn't really have any other warnings aside from the depression. And uh, one morning I I got a call from my dad. I lived the next street over. I ran over and, um, you know, that was that. So just to kind of speed things up to the experience that I had, a couple of months later, about two months ago now from this date, I finalized my divorce with my ex-husband, and I moved into my dad's house. My dad's house is not large. He didn't have a lot of space for me, but because my brother was no longer on this earth, he had a spare room for me and my daughter to stay in. So the first night I stayed there, my daughter was not with me. It was just me. And I remember walking around his room and getting settled in and looking at all of his things and Of course, like I imagine anyone would, I felt overwhelmed. Um, When he was cremated, his remains are in his room. Uh, Everything that is him, almost even a shrine, is there. And, you know, I kept telling him in my head, thank you for allowing me to stay in your room. You know, I miss you. I love you. Very emotional experience for me. I didn't really expect anything paranormal, but because of the overwhelming, Overwhelming sensation of missing him, I began to just start thinking in my head, like I think a lot of people who have family members who pass that way do, I started thinking, was it really that bad? You were so young. Did you have to leave? Was it that bad? 
was it that bad? I stopped thinking, move, you know, went, a, went along with my day and, and finished getting settled in. And, um, and then, you know, I, I went to bed at night. Now, I've always been a vivid dreamer, and I have had experiences where I believe deceased family members have come to visit me, but this night it was different. Um, I remember watching TV, laying on my back. Uh, my whole life I've slept on my stomach. I can't fall asleep on my back. It's virtually impossible for me to do so. Um, so I guess just from the move and, and from everything going on, I was watching TV and laying on my back. and. At some point in time, I guess I'd, I guess I dozed off. I remember, I think I fell asleep. Um, now, I guess after I had fallen asleep, I got this overwhelming sensation of, well, no, it's hard to explain. This overwhelming sensation of uh, fear. Everything was black. I couldn't see anything. I was absolutely terrified, and I just had this horrible, to say the least, thinking, feeling in my stomach. I was afraid and upset and trying to look around. I couldn't move. And I remember in the dream trying to wake myself up, saying, hey, 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 get up, get up, get up. You know, this is scary. You need to get out of here. This is bad. This is horrible. I mean, for lack of, you know, just to, I was depressed. I felt depressed and saddened and overwhelmed and I wanted out, and I would have done anything to get out, and I kept trying. I've never tried to wake myself up. I I know kind of what paralysis is. I've never really looked into it. I don't know if this is anything of the sort, but I do know that I was in a an extreme state of panic, trying to wake myself up and get out of this feeling. I didn't feel any presence around me. I just felt horrible, and it wasn't very long, it didn't seem like, but at the time it felt like an eternity, and then all of a sudden I felt my brother's presence. I felt warm, and I felt him say, hey, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's me, and I'm getting, I'm getting chills now just telling the story, but I felt him say, it's okay, it's me, it's me, everything's all right, and then he said to me, I just needed you to know how I felt. And at that point in time, I kept thinking, well, okay, that's what I get for asking. Was it really that bad? Because the answer to my question is yes. Yes, it was that bad. And that was very emotional for me. Um, and, and then in the dream, we went forward to talking and he, he said some things to me, you know, that he had, that he had said to me in real life, you know, you're a good mom, you're doing good, you're going to be okay. Um, you need to lean on family right now. Not only do you need them, but they need you. And he told me a couple specific things related to, um, our mutual brother and my father and some things to say to them. Um, and then it, it was it was very happy. It was a very it was a very wonderful experience. And and then I, in the distance, I heard my dad call my name, and I saw my brother turn and look. And then he looked at me, and he's like, "Time to go." And I woke up. I woke up, sat straight up, just full of tears. Just I mean, if you can imagine, just bawling, so emotional. I stood right up and opened the door to see if anybody was awake in the house, so I could tell them immediately. And and everybody was sound asleep. Um, I went back to my room, 
his room and, and jotted down the things that he had said to me just in case, you know, if I went back to sleep, I wouldn't forget. So I could deliver the messages to my dad. And, and so I could never forget. Um, it's not something I would forget anyways now looking back, but I then found it very difficult to go back to sleep, of course, and, and, and that was the end of that. So that was very um, life-changing and altering for me in a lot of ways. Um, because it was so emotional and, and powerful, I kind of resisted on, on telling my family about it immediately. It's just a very sensitive subject, if you can understand that. Now, my dad is very um, spiritual and, and sensitive to things like this as well. So shortly after that, I, I was eager to tell him, and, and we kind of talked about it, and he was emotional, and he cried, and he was upset, and he wished he could feel the same thing so he could understand, but he also has received visitation dreams where, coincidentally, some of the things that my brother was telling me to tell my dad were things that he had already told my dad or had told him after I had had my dream and one of his dreams. So that was very interesting. Um, now, between that conversation between me and my dad, we kept talking, and um, my dad said to me, now, prior to this house that we live in, we grew up in uh, a little town in an old Georgian-style home, a very old home, three stories. You know, if you're going to think about a place being haunted, it's probably going to be that one. But I didn't really have a whole, whole lot of activity there when I was younger. Looking back, there were certain things here and there that I seemed to be teaching. Um, but my dad had certain experiences there. I didn't share the same ones. But a little bit of a more backstory on that, there was only two previous owners. It was a family. They gave it to their nephew, and then the nephew then raised his family in it and then sold it to my dad. Um, now, my dad had mentioned to me while we're discussing the dream, he said, sometimes, actually all the time, I, I wonder, I think, if the depression that my brother suffered from wasn't just a chemical imbalance or, or wasn't just mental, but it was almost spiritual. And I said, well, why do you say that? It's kind of like a, like a, I never heard that kind of, you know, input on something like that before. I said, why do you, and he said, well, do you remember the, you know, the family before they had a son who had passed away as well? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I remember him. And, and he passed away the same thing, a uh, different type of way, but it was a suicide. Um, he was a little bit older than my brother, but, and then I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, he, he was in the same room as your brother. That was his room. He said, oh, he said, I just wonder if it just has something to do with that room. And ever since he has said that, I just keep thinking to myself, you know, as a kid, I never liked going in that room. If, you know, my door to my room, you could see straight into it. I'd close it every night. I didn't like my back facing it. I just always had weird feelings about it, but I just kind of chalked it up to being a kid. You know, I had seen shadows and certain things, but Again, I had chalked it up to an overactive imagination. But now looking back, it just seems to, to sort of make sense to me. Um, so fast forward a little bit to current date and, and thinking. Um, my brother spent a lot of time in the shed outside. which was his area where he hung out and worked and um, listened to music and things of that nature. He spent more time in there than he did his bedroom. Now, frequently, I'm still at my father's, and I go out back to a different side of the shed and 
not necessarily in the part that was my brother's, but, you know, and, and I can just, I don't know if it's, if it's because that's where he died, but I just feel it. I just feel an energy. And it's not a bad energy because it's my brother, but it's a little frightening. And I'm sure a lot of people could understand that. Um, but I feel like something is telling me to go in there and listen. And that is kind of scaring the shit out of me. I don't know if he's trying to reach me or there's other things I need to hear or if it's just because I crave his presence at this point. I'm not entirely sure what it is. But there's something holding me back. So I guess what I'm seeking guidance on and my biggest question, my only question is, if I go in there and decide to do this, if he was afflicted by depression and it was something that he carried with him because of something that was in the room in the home that we grew up in that was given to the, the, the young man before that was then given to my brother. If I go into that shed and, and I try to, I don't know, summon or just, or just, you know, see if I can find more of my brother's presence. Am I going to be calling something negative for I'd like to think not, but that's not something that I really want to risk. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I guess I'm, I'm asking for some expertise here. If I were to just step into that room, would it be a good idea? Would it be just a, a good idea to avoid it altogether? Or perhaps is there a way I can immediately try to ward off anything negative? I'm not sure, but I can say for certain that something strong is pulling me in there. Like I said, it terrifies me. I feel like it's my brother, but at the same time, I don't know if it's something darker than that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, very confusing for me a little bit. Very emotional. I'm sure you can understand. Um, I do feel like from the dream that my brother is at peace and he's happy where he is. This is what he's what he wanted and and I'm happy for him after that visitation dream. I truly, truly am. Truly am. Um, but anyways, Tony and Jenny, I just listen to the show every day now at work. Uh, just like many other people say, it gets me through the day, makes the days go by much, much, much quicker. Took me a while to catch on exactly what the EPP thing was, but I intend on uh, being EPP very, very soon because, you know, I just love it so much. And you guys are the best. You always put a smile on my face. And I really, really appreciate what you're doing for everyone out there and, and people like me. And just please keep it up. Don't stop doing what you're doing. You guys have a good day. Bye. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.